Rooftop. Rooftop. Absolutely. 732. It's Take it to the rooftop. BS.show. That's who we are. Okay. Yes, we are. Uh, and what's the show about? It's a show about nothing, but it's a show about everything. So far, we've cleared up the mystery of the Dave Sinclair Lincoln dealer being torn down. And is that St. Peter's or one of these? I guess that's St. Peter's, Peter's right there. This, the Dave Lincoln, uh, the, not the Dave, the, the Dave Sinclair. Dave Sinclair. Dave Sinclair Lincoln dealership being torn down in St. Peter's. It's not really, well, actually, they are tearing down the front. They're putting on a new, a new showroom. Okay. So we cleared that up. Uh, haven't figured out what happened to the Red Roof Inn. Someone tell me that they're going to put a green roof in right there, which I don't believe. So the next, or just a permanent meth lab. <laughs> Why do you say that? Can, can I tell you That's something? That's what Red Roof Inn is notorious for. So I love staying in Red Roof Inn. Red I know Roof you Inn. do. I love Red Roofs Inn. Matter of fact, I stayed at one when I went to visit my son down in Florida. I'm back, I'm back on Christmas Eve. And you know it's what? It's the meth capital of the United States. I did have to call and complain about my my deposit, which they didn't refund. Why? Well, you know how you, even if I paid ahead, I want to. I don't think hotels dot com or something like that, and I paid in advance. Okay, so I get there and they still make you you know swipe your card for a deposit, so you know you don't trash the place, you don't do the rock star thing, and you know trash yeah, the, trash. Or, you know, start a meth lab. <laughs> Whatever, Shelly. <laughs> <laughs> so her name is Shelly Barr, attorneys for Red Roof Inn. You can sue her directly. Don't sue me. I have nothing to do with this. I love Red Roof Inn. I'm a customer. I've stayed probably in my life. I've stayed in Red Roofs if Red Roof Inns literally hundreds of times. When I Just travel don't bring a, a freaking black light. Ew. <laughs> Listen to you. Okay, so where was Just I going with this? It. I can't remember what's going with this. Okay, so they make you swipe the card and they put a you know they put deposit on a hundred dollar deposit was one and they didn't take it off. So the next month I get my credit card bill and it's still on there. I go like okay, well, so and quite honestly I did I called the eight hundred number and they put me in touch with the actual you know uh, phone number because a lot of times you dial even if it shows the number of the location you go to the main number, you know yeah. you can't actually call the individual location. I talked to one of the guys, the assistant manager down there, and he was very nice. He apologized and he said he would take care of it. And bang, the next day it was off my account. So I felt good about that. Okay, so why are we talking about Red Roof Inn? Okay, we're talking about oh, that. No. Well, because you keep making fun of them. Okay, so... I always make fun of them. But why? They're... And matter of fact, this is the only time I've made fun of them when you brought it up as an issue. I used to stay... When I used to go to Des Moines, I used to stay the one all the time. My thing was I'd go to... I'd, I'd If I drive up in the afternoon, it's like it's like six... It's like six hours to Des Moines from St. Louis. So I drive from St. Louis to Iowa, Kansas City. Iowa, hee-haw, hell, Right, Iowa, you don't like Iowa. Yes. So I drive over to Kansas City. I go north and what, 435 or whatever it is, 35 by the casino. And I, there's a red roof in right there. And I'd stay there and I'd go over to the casino and I'd eat dinner and I'd get you know leave the next morning. Anyway, I stayed at that red roof in probably, I don't know, that one alone probably 60, 70 times. Okay, so anyway, let's move past that. Shelly is always kidding me about the fact that I drive 40 miles an hour on the highway, which I do totally. not. Totally. I am a safe driver, a safe 40, driver, even yes. though I've had three accidents in three years and one of them I ended up getting cut out of my car. All three of them were not my fault. Two of them I got hit when I was stopped at stoplights. The third one was I got hit by a tractor trailer, not once, but twice. And and he that's a whole other story. I almost got killed in that one. Literally, almost got killed. I am yes, lucky. He did. Literally, I'll say it now. I am lucky to be alive after that accident. Yes, right? you are. I really am lucky to be alive. I could have very easily been killed in that one. Yes, you could. That's have. probably the worst accident I've ever had, which was been what two years ago, three years ago now. Can't remember. Okay, 
So Shelly makes fun of me about driving slow all the time, and I make fun of her about driving fast all the time. So what I was going to do, and I'll tell you right up front, I was going to do this very sneakily, but instead I won't do it, and I'll just tell you up front, I was going to buy you a bouncy, B-O-U-N-C-I-E. You know what a bouncy is? I have no clue. I was going to buy you a bouncy, and I was going to secretly put it in your car, and you're going, what's a bouncy? A bouncy, and I found out about I found out about this on one of my YouTube channels. Uh-huh. A bouncy is this little gizmo you stick into your OBD2 port under your dashboard, and what it does is it monitors your driving. It's the same thing that the insurance companies are using. Oh, you were going to do that? I was going to stick because here's the interesting thing: <clears throat> you can program it ahead of time uh-huh. on an app, and then you can stick it in somebody's car. And when I went on the website and looked at it, there's all these guys and gals talking about how they bought these for their aging parents because the one guy has this great big long review. And if you go onto Amazon, it's B-O-U-N-C-I-E, not that I'm trying to get you know Amazon any more money, but if you read the reviews, the modules are $77, okay? And there's all these guys and gals who talk about they bought them for their aging parents and they put them in their cars. The one guy talks about his mother is still driving and she has dementia. And on a couple occasions, she can't find her car in the parking lot. And she just goes up to people. She goes, I can't find my car. Can you drive me home? And some nice person drives them home. You know, I mean, that could go real bad. But there, yes, are, a lot of, there are a lot of good people in the world. And I think yes, the good people out, outnumber the bad people. The good people say, yes, ma'am, where do you live? Well, I don't know. Well, do you, can you show me your driver's license? And it's got your address on it. That's that he talked about one story that he, the guy he the, 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 his mom showed this guy her driver's license, and the guy says, "Okay, I know where that's at." And he drove her to his house and made sure she got in the house okay. Okay, so he bought this bouncy for her and put it in her car, and he programmed it on his phone so it alerts him anytime she's driving, and he's geofenced it. So in other words, you put in like <laughs> like an area so that if you drive out of this area, it sends you an alert. So, but the interesting thing is it tells you speed at all time and you can go back and say, okay, when you were on the road for the last hour, what's the fastest you drove? So I was going to stick one of these in Shelly's car and then I was going to go on the air one morning and go like, hey, Shelly, you know, I told you about how you drove, you passed me doing 90 miles. I never go 90. And I go like, well, yesterday at 332, when you were westbound and 364, you were at 92 miles an hour. You're going to like, how'd you know that? I go, well, I don't know. Little bird told me. So I was going to track you all over the place. <laughs> You'd be boring because my car would be in my garage. <laughs> <laughs> but Or five miles down the road. <laughs> no, what do you mean five miles down the road? You don't drive your car anymore? Yeah, I just haven't been leaving the house. What? What? Oh, did I say that out loud? <laughs> To my boss. You know what? Oopsie. What? I'll tell you something right now. If what? my if my kids are listening, and they're not, because there's only one of my kids that is in St. Louis anymore. If my kids are they listening, can, they can stream us, Brad. Well, they're not listening. I guarantee you that. Okay. If I ever get to the point where I can't drive my car, do me a favor. No. Put no. Me, put no. Me, put me. No. In, put, and no. Put me in my car. Find nope. a big lake. Make sure uh, my seatbelt's nope. real tight. 
put me, you know, put the car in neutral, just put it in the lake and just let me die in my car. I just, I don't want to ever have that. I mean, to the point where. So that's your wishes for when you get older. My wish is just put me in a nursing home, be a presence, make sure I don't have chin hair and um but what kind of a life chocolate what kind of a life is that i don't want to live that it's life it's not a life but that's i'm not going to no see even though a woman in the lake well no i'm i'm i want to i want it over with i don't i don't want to live see i i i unfortunately i went through this with people in my family i have friends of mine i have several friends of mine that their parents ended up in nursing homes and things like that to me i know this is going to be you know distasteful to some people i would rather be dead than live in a nursing home i'm telling you right now just put me out of my misery you know i mean that's just i'm i'm gone and to me my choice for sure my cars are freedom my vehicles are freedom when i can pick up those keys and i can remember i going back god in my years my younger years when i was really sick before i ended up going to the mail clinic when there were times when i was so sick I couldn't leave my house. I, matter of fact, there was a time when I was living by myself. I got so sick, I moved back in with my parents for like two weeks. I was in such bad shape. This is when I was a young dude. You had to be in bad shape to oh, move back I, in the woods. I was. I was, like, I was like in my, in my, in my early 20s, I think 22, 23. And I got so sick one time that I got out of the hospital and I, and I went back to my apartment. And I couldn't. I was so miserable in such bad shape. That my mom actually said, "Why don't you move back with us for for a while?" And I stayed two you weeks. You missed your mom. No, you know nothing ever. They were afraid to replace the momness when they, you don't feel well. Well, not my mom, but that's another story. <laughs> anyway, her cooking. When I had well, COVID, yeah. I mean, I was so sick. All I could do for one once whole night, a twenty four hour period, was sit there and call out for my mom. I just wanted my mother, and nothing else would would do. You called out for your mom? Yes. Your mom's been gone for how long now? Since 99. Wow. But I was that sick. All I wanted was my mother. You know what I did? I called out a man's name. I called out two men's name. I called out two men's name and a woman's name. Who? Wendy. McDonald's. Freddy's. That's what I was doing when I was sick. Yeah, okay. so, yeah. Leave it no. to you and your <laughs> four-year-old appetite. So I didn't leave. I didn't leave my parents' house for like two weeks. You know, I was there. I was sick, and I, I think at one point in time they were going to put me back in the hospital. This was before I had my my game-changing surgery at the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. True story. Anybody who knows me back then knows the story. That no, I'm not feeding you bull. So I remember after I got well and I could drive my car again, it felt like like the most unbelievable feeling in the world for me to Vanna get from heaven. Oh my God. Get in my car, turn that key, <laughs> put that car in drive and, and, you know, and, and drive down the highway. I'm going, Oh my God, I can't believe how much I miss this. You know? And I hear people, I know people now that talk about, well, I have like you, I mean, I, I, you know, when, with COVID thing, I've left my house in a week. What? Shoot me now. Just, just you know, drown me in the toilet. I mean, I, I, you know, I can't, I can't stay in my house for a half a day. It drives me nuts. I got to get out and about. I got to get out there. Got to drive. Got to go somewhere. There are times, like here at the studio, when I get off the air with you in the morning, I have nowhere to go, but I will literally get in my car and I'll drive somewhere just to drive somewhere, and I'll drive back like in twenty minutes. Just like so I'm just so like I'm out driving around. Got to get out and move around. And these people that talk Doing about forty. 
I'm going to put a bouncy in your car. You know, here's what we're going to do. You're, you're not going to put a bouncy in my car. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to buy. It's going to be hard for you to do considering you can't get in it. No, 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 no. Here's what I do. I'm going to buy two bouncies. I'm going to put one in your car and one in my car. And I'm going to and I'm going to set my bouncy up for your car. And I'm going to set my bouncy up. I, I'm, set, I'm going to set your bouncy up for my car. So in other words, you'll be able to monitor me, and I'll be able to monitor you. And okay. we will be able to report on a daily basis. Well, yesterday, Shelly was driving down 364 and doing 104 miles an hour. And Brad was on the interstate doing 62, like I always do. I set my uh-huh. cruise control at like what they call the illegal. 62 when the uh, <laughs> on the way to Columbia when the speed limit is 70. I doubt. Then I drive 75. I drive, if I'm on extended you periods of time, not. speed limit plus five. You've never driven 75 since I... I've known you. Can I? Well, I, you're wrong because I told you the story. <laughs> I told you the story. Was it two years ago, three years ago when I was coming back from my son's house in Pensacola? And I was coming, I was coming through Mississippi on Highway 45, and it was eight o'clock on a Christmas morning, and there was and there was a stretch of of the highway where I could see for probably three miles in front of me, three miles behind me, and there was a guy who passed me in a Mustang GT, probably doing 120. I thought to myself, I'm just going to get in right behind this guy because if if there's radar up ahead, guess who's going to get the ticket? Me, him, not me. I got my truck up to 120 miles an hour. I was doing 120 on Christmas morning. I'm thinking to myself, hey, and how do you think the truck felt? Oh, it was like it was like Brad. I can't believe we're doing 120. Oh my God, this is so good. Selma, <laughs> so, Louise. So, so I thought Give to myself, "Give me my, that hill, that I, cliff." I thought to myself, first off, a I got a guy in front of me doing 120, and I'm sitting right behind him. I'm sitting about you know thousand feet behind him. So if he hits the brakes, I got a good you know I got a good hundred car lengths or something like that that I could stop. And B. Who is going to give a guy a ticket on Christmas morning, right? Who's going to give a – what cop is going to give a – first off, what cop is out on Christmas morning? And secondly, what cop is going to give a dude from Missouri in Mississippi a ticket for 120 on Christmas morning? And then I thought to myself, and I got back thought to myself, you know what? My luck, I'd get I'd get the guy from Smokey and the Bandit, you know, Jackie Gleason, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> and the blue lights would come on behind me, and he'd say, son – you're in a heap of trouble, right? <laughs> and I would be staying. I would be staying Christmas Day in the Gray Bar Hotel, right? Or you would be driving, unbeknownst to you, just minding your own business, doing the speed limits, and no place to stop. And then all of a sudden, you get home after a devastating week, and you find out that. They've given you a ticket and had your picture. That's Shelly. <laughs> Shelly got one of one of those speed. I'm like the speed camera. Died. The speed camera of uh, tickets in Iowa. <laughs> and I'm routed through hee haw hell Iowa. I remember when you called me and you told me that. And and, and this is the, I'm going to tell you is a terrible thing. I'm thinking to myself on one hand, I'm thinking to myself, God, that sucks. And the other hand, I'm thinking to myself, that's funnier than hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly, she, and you, and that was after your your friend died, wasn't it? You were on the way home, weren't it you? It was the day she died, and you were on the way home, right? Yes, oh, I mean God. she died at like four thirty in the morning, and you know then we had to get everything ready, and they had to come and get her, and I wasn't going to leave Melissa to do all that, and then I just couldn't lay down, and I just needed to go home. I just wanted to go home, and so. Two GPSs. I had my car GPS and my phone GPS routing me home, and it took me through Iowa. 
Hee Haw Hell, Iowa. And I've been there. I'm thinking, I'll just stop at a rest station and get some rest in a couple hours. They don't have rest stations in Hee Haw Hell, Iowa. Well, you know why it is. You know what? Don't you don't know? You don't know about that? No. If you look on the side of the roads, on every as a matter of fact, this is I, I spent a lot of time in Iowa, so I know this for a fact. Uh-huh. You know the little mile marker things. Yes. On every ten mile markers, in other words, you got to have one ends in a zero. Behind the mile marker, there's a little package back there, and it's like a it's a sleeping bag. It's it's like one of those weatherproof sleeping bags. What you're supposed oh, to do is you're supposed to pull pull over. Yep, and, yep, yep, yep. And yep. you you take that sleeping bag off the back of the mile marker and you unroll it and you go into a cornfield and you take a siesta. You just yeah, you know, I got your sleeping bag right here. <laughs> you take, but you take a dirt nap. You take a corn nap like this. Um, <laughs> You know, you need to be aware of your surroundings when you're in right. another state yeah. because you just don't know it, so the she, dynamic of the What she's trying to tell you is she went to a truck stop and she pulled off in the trucker's area and they're going, hey, girl, hey, big girl, <laughs> you're here for the party, right? <laughs> yeah. No, I pulled off in like a, not a truck stop. It was like a little, because there are no truck stops in Iowa. And I pulled off in this um gas station and then there was like this one little spot that I could just like go into and then but it was hot so I had to roll my windows down and then I'm sitting there and I close my eyes and I'm like huh and I open up my eyes and I realize that all the shops around the place where I was at were barred Oh, you were in the, you were you were in you were in my my neck of the woods, right? <laughs> I'm like you were you were. I am so out of here. You I were, don't care how tired I you am. You were in the bed. So I just left. You were and in that's the. That's when, you know, Mister, you know, Popo gave me a ticket. <laughs> you were in the bad part of town. Okay, okay. Yes. It's time for us. We're way over time, and it's Are all we? it's all your damn fault. Uh, it's it always your fault. It usually is. It's seven. It's seven fifty. 